Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, Gorehounds? Welcome to a very special edition of the Goremore Podcast. I am your not so mean fluff mess of scream, Big Jotty D, bringing this shit show in. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my horror homies. Started off with that Dark Lord of Knowledge, that Chad Daddy, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? That Duke of the Dead, the host with the ghost, Lord Scuba Cabra, Mr. Steve Vasquez. Hola, mi amigos. And that killing machine, that meat mountain, Mr. Bobby Amone. Greetings from the meat. Yeah. Hey. Today is March 27th, 2023. And, well, we have a... Uh, hmm. A beyond episode. <laughs> We got a juicy, yeah, we have a juicy. We got a juicy tentacle filled, tentacle filled yeah. episode. We this are. Is a, yeah. This is a very. This is gonna be a very horny episode. Yeah. So, uh, you mean we're not horny all up. the other times? No, well, but this movie. This movie specifically is very horny, and we're okay. gonna talk about that. But before we talk about that, we're gonna talk about what we did in the past weekend or, or week, whatever the fuck. Chad Daddy wasn't here, so you know, two weeks. But Scoops, if you could please. I'm going to try. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, it is now time for your Slice of Life! There yeah. you start. You uh, take a look right there. Scoops is a little hurting right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, though, very much, buddy. Chad Daddy, we you had last week, homie. You were dealing yeah, with Yeah, I was out. I had a bit of bronchitis, so I'm feeling better now. I'm on amoxicillin, and I'm about a week into it, so I've only got a few days left. So I'm feeling better. I still got a bit of a cough, but it's not nearly as bad as it was. Thank God. And I took my youngest daughter to the doctor yesterday because I thought she was sick and might have had the same thing I do. Turns out she has tonsillitis. Oh, God damn. Yeah. So she's not feeling the greatest. She's a bit cranky. But, you know, again, she's on the same thing I am. She's on amoxicillin. So got to deal with that. Aside from that. Not much has been going on. Just watching some random movies here and there. I did watch the Back to the Future trilogy again recently. And, Ooh, nice. And it's it's a still, you know, really fun movies. But I noticed something I never really noticed before, and it's been bothering me since then. And it's the fact that in the first one, mm-hmm. Doc Brown, when they first tested DeLorean, he's driving it with a remote control. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it has a manual transmission, and you never see him shift anything. Unless he bypassed it. Knowing him, he could have. That's what everybody's saying, but it's... Wait a minute. You know what? No, I'm going to go even a little bit farther. You had Einstein in there. What if he taught Einstein how to shift? (laughs) You know, that's very true. So maybe he just had a little, like... So there's some cars out there. Dude, like, my buddy had an old S... A mid-90s Escort, and it didn't have a tachometer on it, but it had some stupid little light of when you were supposed to fucking shift. Like, oh, man, you'd be screwed if that freaking light never burned out. You're fucking telling me, dude, like, if you didn't know how to drive a stick shift and feel that shit out, mm-hmm. like, I was one of the, uh, he even said, he's like, bro, he's like, you're one of the only other people that, like, A, feel comfortable driving this, and I would trust us. Like, 
oh, thank you, bud. And then I remember when that light came out, I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, let me tell you how to shift. I was like, what? Like, that's fucking, that, that, who the fuck thought, bored. Anyways, uh, yeah. That's great. I'm gonna go with Einstein, dude. Einstein was shifting at a I'm little. Pic- like, I'm just picturing right now his little puppy paw pushing down the yeah, clutch. Just, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what I'm like. Doing, maybe, but... like maybe there was like an extended clutch, like for like you know, like when you have like a short person who likes to still, who needs to drive, and obviously like they do the extended pedals and shit. I don't know. There's a yes, reason ben. Einstein was in there, right? <laughs> yes, yes, Ben. That's what bothered me the most. Ben says, "Wait, you're talking about a movie about time travel, and that's what bothered you." Yes, that bothers me. <laughs> that means I always like the idea that of what time travel, like Back to the Future, like how that set time travel, like it would be, you'd be setting alternate timelines. Yeah. That's yeah. why I like the second one, because it's the, one of the earliest movies that deals with a multiverse. Dude, the second one is my all. It's still my favorite. Like it was always my favorite as a kid. It's still my favorite. And to this day. So much, and you know, it's never deserved go- hatred. But he why? Back really? Does it? Timeline. Uh, wow. No, no because it's always he... going to be completely fucked, dude. Yeah. He's trunks. Like, he's yep. trunks. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> just not that's, as sad. That's one of my favorite trilogies of all time ever. It is good. Oh, it is good. But... Hell yeah, dude. Uh, if you could back in time and change something, would you and what would it be? Nope. Not a I thing. Would, I would kill baby Hitler. Uh, the time I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make that happen. What? Like, I feel like there's got to be a little bit more rules. Like, is it got to be like, is it going to be something significant or insignificant? Because either way, like butterfly it, effect, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Either Even way, it's, it's going to change completely thing. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, right. Are you going to go something insignificant to where like to you it matters, like Bob pooping his pants? <laughs> or are you going to go something where like Steve goes like world changing and he's going to kill Hitler? I don't, you know what I mean? Because like, but Bob, I don't think it's, it's it's just think of it like Doctor Who. Certain certain events are fixed points in time. You can't change it no matter what. Right. So you're just creating multiverses. Yeah. yeah. But Which, I would be curious about a multiverse if Steve did go back and kill Hitler. Which I mean, going even off that. Not guy, adult Hitler, baby Hitler. Baby Hitler. Oh, that's even worse. Well, not worse. I, bad. I'd snuff yes, him. Good. Good. No. He's gonna be like that lady in uh, oh shit, what was it? Mother of Tears eating the baby <laughs> off the bridge. <laughs> What if you trained Hitler to go the other way instead of killing him? I don't know, man. That's, a, that's a, a Catholic priest saved his life when he was a kid. So maybe Family Guy was right. Maybe there was just some ripped Jew who was just pissing him off at the gym. <laughs> I am going to hell. No, we're off this conversation. Uh, too much. I was going to say much. something else, but just continue because I will get us kicked off. Back the to back to the future, chat. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I guess that's all I've I've really got. Um, we'll just keep moving it along. Get but to, you're feeling better though. That's the biggest. I am yeah, feeling better a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's some, and thankfully I still have my albuterol inhaler. That's one of the things they prescribe for it. And I'm glad I still have it because when I took Harper to the doctor yesterday, apparently there's now an albuterol shortage. Oh shit! Oh, oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, hot diggity dog. That's not good. All right. I like I like Ben's answer. I think that's what I'd go for. I'd, I'd do the whole uh, the sports almanac thing. I'd be rich. Oh yeah, yeah but you no. Know. Okay, no, no, <laughs> no. Ben, hot tub time machine, right? That's Google. Google. As soon as you go back in time, are you going to potentially fuck something up that's going to fuck that game, regardless of you betting on it? I don't know, but look, he's still oh, the the, he still ended up rich. Squirrel. And then you've covered rich. squirrels on the field right now. Where did this come? <laughs> they, they still ended up rich, though, at the end. Because once his face stayed back. If, if, I, if they win, your wife has to give me a blowjob. 
<laughs> you know what? That always big. My question is like, because I always asked, I'm like, yo, based off of what he said there, and like, it's obviously, <laughs> I'm like, what defines a classy blowjob? I say, you gotta have, I gotta say, have a necklace, probably a dress, and maybe no, some, no, no, no. Uh, you know, you lipstick. know what, you know what makes the classy one? Do you remember no, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah. When you're done, oh, what a lovely tea oh. party. <laughs> what a lovely. <laughs> wait, 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 no. It's, was it Miss Nesbitt, right? Was it, well, what? It wasn't in Mrs. Nesbitt. Like, he had to say a name, I thought, too. I thought it was just a What a Lovely Tea Party. I thought it was like, oh, Mrs. Nesbitt. Thank no, it was lovely my, my What a Lovely Tea Party or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm, God damn it, you're going to make me watch this whole movie. Just <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. back to you, buddy. All right. So, I didn't do much this weekend. I, uh, I worked Friday night, and then Saturday I decided, you know what? I'm gonna drink. So scuba. You don't ever drink. I, I heart. I mean, it, it's been well, a while. You don't ever drink, but you know what I mean. It, it's been a while since I decided to, you know, party hard, and so it was. I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Let's do it. Then I woke up Sunday with a notification from Etsy saying, thank you for your purchase. And mm-hmm. <laughs> he went drunk, chef. <laughs> so <laughs> Scuba Steve decided that Steven needed to finally get off his ass. <laughs> I like how you <laughs> decided he needed to get off his ass and finally buy the fucking V-hook for his proton pack. Because yeah. I just kind of wanted ah. something. So it's at, at least he got me something that I fucking needed. Dude, um, best drunk purchase ever was my friend bought the, uh, I can't remember if it was the entire series or one season of Spencer for Hire on DVD. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a gift. I love telling that. I told that story at work and my friend Ted still brings it up. Wow. That's crazy. Fuck but man. yeah. Um, and then yesterday I decided I wanted my grandma to come over. So I barbecued and she was nice. like, what, what made you barbecue? Why did you barbecue? And I was like, I just, I wanted to barbecue for you. So you come over and. So we just hung out here at the house and Mel came over with her boys and we watched Scream 2 because her boys are, I know, I know how we feel about Scream on this podcast, but her boys aren't huge horror fans. I'm trying to change that. So I did take them to see Scream 6 and they loved it. They absolutely loved it. So you showed them Scream 2? That's the worst one. Hold on, hold on. But we watched last last week we watched Scream 1. This week we watched, and they don't remember shit from Scream Six, so they don't remember Killers. Like they don't. I'm like, guys, y'all saw all of this. Like they told you who every single fucking killer was, bro. Like for the TikTok generation, if it's not within ten exactly. seconds, and that's it, they're not like gonna a goldfish, like a fucking goldfish. <laughs> it's ten second time, Joe. Like a goldfish. Yeah. So, so we watched Scream One last Sunday, and they were like completely just mind blown that Billy and Stu were the killers. I'm like, Billy was in Scream Six. His ghost was there. Whatever the fuck you want to call How it. How much like, did they talk about Stu too? They were like, Oh, he he still might be alive. Yeah. That yeah. Dude gets killed by the fucking T. Spoiler. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't think it's really a spoiler. That movie's been out for like 30 years. Did he? No, 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 no. Was already smashed in. But I'm saying the TV was already smashed in. So yeah, but fuck the fuck this group, dude. Fuck I'm just saying. So we watched Scream Two. It was hilarious watching them jump because even Mel gets terrified with any scary movie we watch. Scream to me is not scary. It's never been scary. I've never jumped in any of these movies. So I'm sitting there watching the movie, and she's like, "How do you not jump?" I'm like, well, "What do you What do you mean? Like, is, is, 
I go to sleep with fucking scary movies on my TV most <laughs> nights. Like you, you flip out because, you know, bitches are screaming on the TV and I'm just dead asleep. It's peaceful to me. Like that's my Zen watching fucking people get murdered on right, TV. Right. So we're, we're on the scream kick right now. They, you know, and, and I feel like that's a good introduction because it's not like super scary. Every killer's different. So it'll keep them guessing. But next, next, after we finish getting up to Scream 5, I'm going to make them watch Phantasm. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Yes. You know, know Phantasm's kind of one where I'm like, I appreciate it for what it is for the horror genre and everything like that. But, dude, that is a boring fucking movie. So man. I, I know they're not like the best movies, but though I don't those movies that's scared rock, the like shit it. out of me. They really? Out of me as a kid, as a kid, yeah. not not as an adult. Was but it just because? Them, was it because the tall man was turning into women and having sex with people? And it, they turned okay. back and killing So I mean, that look, scared me a little bit. I too. may, I, I may have out. had like a imagination <laughs> as a kid, but I swear to you, I put this on everything, you guys. I saw one of those little fucking motherfuckers in the cloaked hoods in my house. The Jawa. The Jawa. Jawa. I fucking saw That's what they one. look like. They're like, fucking Jawas, dude. I don't give a shit. It was terrifying. Like I said, maybe it was my imagination, but I know I fucking saw one. So it fucking terrified me. So I'm going to make them watch that. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And I'm going to get through you're, that. You're making theories. me think of like what would be. What would I personally choose for this group? Like if it was if I had this ability, like. Like, yo, if I was gonna pick an introduction to horror movie, like where would I go? Evil Dead. I don't know about Evil Dead. Because Evil Dead, I'm not going something with rape in it. Like well, they're so four, they're Dead, 14. You know what you I mean? I don't know. But they're 14 you, you, and they're sheltered. You can't go wrong with Halloween. That too. I mean that's, Halloween that's on is the list. Classic. Classic. Yeah, I was gonna say Mel's like, never seen. Mel's never seen any of the Halloween movies either. I feel, yeah, yeah, I feel like the first one is obviously like that's like a must. Um, or Chainsaw Massacre remake or okay. original. So I told them we're gonna watch. Chainsaw. I go original. We're gonna watch Chainsaw. Yeah. I told them that because I have all the masks in my living room. So I told them we're gonna watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre also. And jokingly, because I scared the shit out of Mel when we stayed at the gas station, when I told her that it was a true story. Didn't tell her it was not a true story until after she had to go across the field to go to the bathroom in the, <laughs> in the, in the fucking bathroom area they had. Nice. When she came back is when I told her that it, you know, it didn't really happen. But we're keeping it up for the boys. So the boys think that the leather face mask that I have on my wall, somebody <laughs> actually wore that and killed people. Wow. I am not showing them a Serbian film, Brody. Do it. <laughs> no. I know it's you know Chad's what? favorite movie, but... <laughs> I mean, with, honestly, I feel like I kind of agree with Chad. Like on the thing, I feel yeah. like I would also go Alien. Yeah, Alien. Personally, I feel like that would be a good one. Um, uh, but they're into honest, slashers right now. I know? feel oh, so that's like, why I honestly, say Halloween. Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. I wouldn't even start with OG. I would give them straight like three or four. I would get yeah, yeah. and that's where I would start with them also because, like yep. I said, three onward. I. I you know, I love him after he gets the hat, the hawk. So, but yeah, that's what we did. Um, but oh, I, I'm, real quick, I forgot to ask you, but I mean to ask you, uh, what did you think of your spider gremlin figure? I opened it. I did not put it together. I still ha I actually have it right here. 
this son of a bitch is beautiful. How freaking big is that and thing? And he's though? fucking That's huge. <laughs> I uh, the only reason I haven't opened it yet is because <clears throat> the shelf where I have all my gremlins is pretty jam packed with gremlins right now. So I need to make some room to actually like put him on top somewhere. That's- that's the problem I have when I put mine together. I'm like, now where the fuck am I going to put it? I'm really hoping that they re-release the Bat Gremlin also, because that would make the perfect Christmas tree topper for my I can tell ta- oh, ta- yes. this Friday is the last holothon, and the dog thing is supposed to be in it. Ooh. Wait, the dog oh, nice. thing? They finally yes. are releasing it? It's supposed to be a holothon figure. It's been, like, the tag has been showing up on the shelves, but the figure hasn't been come out yet. Huh. Well, I nice. guess I'm going to go buy that in person. So Brody said he'd go Dream Warriors. So here's the thing. They've seen Nightmare on Elm Street, but not the originals. They saw the remake. They, <laughs> they the thought that Freddy Krueger was fucking horrifying. He was. Wait, they see the real but movie. not in the right way. Not yes. in the right yeah, way. Not in the right no, no, no. way. They were terrified because I guess they saw it when they were younger. So well, I yeah, do have the box like, set. That's just dirty. Yeah. Like dirty, dirty. I do yeah. have the box set of that Not also, under. so I'm gonna I'm trying to slowly introduce them into my interests to see Man, if to, you know I'm trying to think about onto it. Like me, dude, personally, and like, but these kids are way older and shit. But like, I we've talked about it plenty of times. Like, there's certain movies that are more like introductory level for like younger kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tremors. Like you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. all that kind of shit. Uh, um. Hell, honestly, I would even go with The Exorcist if they've never seen it. Child's Play? You throw that in there? Child's Play. Child's yeah. Play is That's on the list one. as well. I do love OG. Child- yeah, Ben's Ben, Tra- 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 <laughs> <laughs> you and I, buddy, we got this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking so, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, that that's it, man. That's that's all I did. And what about you, Bobby? Uh, let's see. Friday, I uh, was I was with my girlfriend. I worked and was with her. Saturday, I did a photo shoot out in uh, Easton, PA. Ooh. I did uh, a well, my new Jason, and then I was with a uh, hard daddy eighty five, I believe his name mm-hmm. is, or Josh, and then he played Leatherface, and then I, my other buddy Paul Sutt, who did Freddy Krueger, was there. So we did the three of us, and then we all had individual shots. We did that all day, and then we went and uh, made some pizzas at a local pizza joint just down the yeah, road. Yeah, nice. The pizza was fucking good too, and uh, it, yeah, it was cool. Everybody behind the counter was just like. Oh, that's fucking cool. And they give us aprons and shit and just let you go back there. And I'm like, nice. I'm like, see, if we walked in here with these other faces on, we couldn't get back there. We'd be too normal. Right? <laughs> We'd be too fucking normal for this shit. Yeah, I do sound a little weird, a little cool. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday was a big like runaround day. I went and had breakfast at my grandmother's, went to my aunt and uncle's house and helped them go get a, a new couch. So I helped them bring that in. I went and saw my one friend. Her grandmother passed away on. Friday, Friday night, and then I had a wake to go to at four o'clock because my other buddy's grandmother passed away on Thursday night. So yesterday was a big runaround day, and you know it didn't end on you know the wonderful note, but it was still a decent day though all around. And then I got to watch this movie. That's it. I kept it simple. I didn't do no horror movie marathons, and I'm in the yeah. red. So John. <laughs> Your audio is still coming in clear yeah. as hell, though. Yeah, you know. so right. I was just letting you go. I was just letting you go with it, dude. I was just like, oh, I know, but I saw the thing come over, and I'm like, oh. "You're good, dude. It sounds great." Um, condolences, by the way, for your body. Yeah, or yes. your friend. thank you. Know. Um, first and foremost, uh, what have I been doing? Well, as you homies know, but I'll tell the the fan, the gorehounds here. 
I'm going to Disney next week, as I've mentioned. Actually, this week, dude. I'll be down there on fucking Friday. And so, obviously, like, I know Disney and all this other shit, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know Star Wars, as I've been very adamant on this show for over the mm-hmm. last five years. So, and seeing as the boys are giving me shit because I want to build the lightsabers and all that shit. That's right. Um, the wife and I have been marathoning the movies. Now, we had an original uh, debate. On how we should watch these. I wanted to watch how they were released, and she wanted to watch how epi- episodic, episodically, I believe. I don't know how. Yeah, that's yeah, chronologically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Uh, so we are driving, Heather. Um, Ooh, that's a bit of a haul. Yeah, it also saves me fucking thirty five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't care. But I just had friends do it. They got down there in seventeen hours. So whatever. We'll make it happen. Pennsylvania is the longest fucking state to goddamn drive through. It feels like it takes six days. You try driving through Texas. Well, I've never no. have, and I don't want to, Steve. No, so, Virginia's no. the biggest bitch to get through. What? Texas. Virginia's easy as fuck. No, I don't want to hear none of y'all complain until you drive through Texas. Well, and it takes a day and well, a half. I don't live down so, there. To be fair, Texas is the state size of fucking Europe. So, like, yeah, that's. Yeah. I think real. it takes from like if you were to drive. From I side forgot. to side, yeah, it's like nine hours or some shit. I believe like it. That. Yeah, it's. I mean, ridiculous. I feel like going across Pennsylvania is like four and a half to. It's actually five. It's 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 about five hours. Yeah, for I mean, for, especially yeah, like uh, where I'm coming all the way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like I'm coming up north, bud. So yeah, for, for me, for me to get from here to Jersey, it's about five five and a half hours. Oh, See, and yeah. I would I would oh, love thanks. that drive. Like See, that's just. That's a good yeah. right there. Yeah, six hour ain't nothing. If you yeah. if you take take Interstate eighty, it's nothing. Nothing right. but trees. That's all you see the whole time. For me, from here to Pittsburgh is six hours. So yeah, so we've been watching Star Wars. We've gotten through uh four, five, and six, and now we're on the prequels. So we're through one and two, and we are mid midway through episode three. Uh actually both really enjoying it she's actually signed herself up so we're doing a family droid building class everybody's getting fucking droids nice daughter is very adamant on she wants the bb8 and i was like that's fine dude i'm going r-type because they're cooler and uh (laughs) dude i found out like they have like they sell different personality chips and shit man so you could give them like all different like sound effects and like the way they act and shit. Nice. And then if you get the R style, you can buy a little like extra grapple hook add on so he could like drag shit around the house and everything. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Oh, and then I cool. found out I could also buy extra kyber crystals for my uh fucking lightsaber. It's lightsaber. Yeah. So that way I can actually have the different colors I want, dude. And I'm like, fuck yes. Fingers <laughs> crossed you get the black kyber crystal. Yes. That you so you gotta buy the red one and it's a random if you might get the black. But personally I want the yellow. I like the yellow, mm. I like the orange kind of like blade. Um, but I'm going I'm dude, I'm going fucking violet, man. I got you go were gonna fuck. you were gonna go broke just yeah. 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 it's already everything's already set aside. It's already because the droid and the, the lightsaber are my only two souvenirs. That's all I'm I don't want anything else. No right any, yeah. no other merchandise, that is it. And that is enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, and then uh, let's see what else. Oh, I went, uh, took my daughter to a daddy-daughter dance Saturday. Nice. That was cool. Very um, nice. Thank you, buddy. I was way underdressed in comparison to everybody else there, dude. <laughs> way underdressed, bro. I thought I was like, 
I, I put my suit pants on, so I had some nice pants, plus they're the only ones that fit my fat ass pro- properly. The other <laughs> ones that I kind of lose a little weight. Um, but then, yeah, like I was like, ah, right, you know, I'll just go with the tucked in red shirt because I always like the red and matches the daughter's dress. Like, no tie. Nah, all these motherfuckers had to show up in three-piece suits. And I was like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, dude, some of these go- some of the daughters were in straight-up gowns. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I feel that's like, a, like a little redneck. That's right a setup <laughs> for failure later in life. But as I say that, there were a few, I'm not, I am not joshing on anybody, dude. You do your own. Uh, but there were some definitely some dudes who were fully dressed up with ties and like suits on and everything, but still wearing a camo hat. And I'm like, bro, that doesn't really <laughs> fucking <laughs> <out." laughs> Yeah. But you know, you gotta take where I'm from. So it is what it is. Now all the kids had fun. Like they all they did a lottery for jewelry, but every kid like essentially got called by the end. So everybody, you know, got to pick out something. And then uh it was put on by so the where my daughter goes to school, that's a little town and they have what they call like a canal days committee. Cause little history lesson. If anybody knows about the Erie canal, it used to fucking run through there. So like, it's a big historic thing in this little town. And so the canal committee put this on, they haven't done it since COVID. And uh, yeah, dude, they sold out the first show. Second one was almost good, but I mean, you know what, man, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is the first 20 minutes of all the awkwardness across the room of like nobody know like none of the little girl like some of the little girls want to dance and everything and obviously like all the dads are like uh but then like i don't know everybody started like working in a little bit more once like I was actually one of the first ones out there, dude. I never go out and dance, but it's like, yeah, dude, I'm doing it for my daughter. So I went to one daddy daughter dance with my daughter. She begged me to go. I dressed <laughs> up all nice in a suit, wore a tie. I don't wear ties. I don't dress up. That's not my not my right, thing. Right. How you looking suave as even fun. wore even wore fucking dress shoes. And I said, baby, I if we get there, the only thing I ask is do not leave me alone. What is the first thing she does? She fucking leaves me alone, and I'm sitting there on the bench with all the other dads while the girls are just out having their fun. Oh, I mean, I got ditched too, man. She was like, "Oh my god, my friend Ellie's here!" <laughs> like, cool. But I already knew like ten of the other dads there, so it wasn't really an issue for me. Like, a couple of them were actually like my actual buddies. So I was like, "Yo, yeah. dude, what's up?" Just go and chill. But at the same time, like you know, you're supposed to be there with your kids, so like, every you could tell everybody was doing the good dad thing at one yeah. point but the only thing i didn't hop in was the conga line that was just a little unworth that was a little ridiculous <laughs> and i didn't do limbo because i was yeah i wasn't trying that oh come so, on no 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 i'm good on that <laughs> no we've we've done one other one before but this one was a little bit smaller but i actually like this one a little better it felt a little nicer and contained they were plus the other one because it was so big was dealing with the extra city of auburn so like you know there was like hundreds of guests there versus this one where there was like you know, maybe seventy-five dads and daughter combos. So That's not <laughs> no, no, not at all, dude. Like I give and I give credit for the dads bringing in like three daughters. Like God Damn. bless you, dude. God. Yeah, man, dude. <laughs> Fucking a, bro. God bless you. And then, uh, yeah, last crazy thing I did this weekend, dude. Because we've been marathon in Star Wars, and we just can't ha- can't watch a movie without some good popcorn. I've gone to my local theater three times this whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, <laughs> and bought take home bags of popcorn. 
I was embarrassed to go on Saturday when Jen's like, I want to go again. I'm like, but I'm going on Sunday. Like, cause I always get movie for the pot for the podcast movie. And uh, I was like, you're going in. And she's like, why? I'm like, because Sherry, <laughs> Joe Gallo's wife who works there. I was like, she's going to be fucking sick of seeing my goddamn face coming in. <laughs> but so, yeah, you know, support local. Woo. <laughs> Yeah, and man. then I watched this fucking movie, which was a fantastic, juicy time. And I am super ready to talk about it because we have gone far too long on Slice of Life. I didn't realize that was a marathon. Yeah. That was, that was last week's joke, Chad Daddy. You weren't on because oh, you were watching Serbian film. So I apologize to any other listeners. I know that was a really long. <laughs> we got our Chad Daddy back. We wanted to have, we were, we were going full uh, convo. So. Apologies, but we are ready to talk about this movie, which is from beyond. Whose pick was this, Chad Daddy? Uh, Scoobs, I believe. Scuba, take it away, buddy. I had never seen this movie before. It was just one of those ones where I was like, huh, let's watch it. I'm going to pick it. We are talking from beyond, released October 24th, 1986. Dr. Edward Pretorius, an acclaimed physicist, has perfected his newest invention. The resonator machine, which allows those near it to glimpse to glimpse life not visible but to the naked eye. Imagining the discoveries he could make, Pretorius begins to go mad. Much to the concern of his young assistant, Crawford Tilling what the hell? Tilling has yeah. However, after the machine malfunctions during a highly sensitive experiment, a Pre- and Pretorius is found brutally murdered. Crawford is fingered as the primary suspect <laughs> finger <laughs> Crawford now confined to an asylum becomes the ward of Dr. Catherine McMichaels mm, who makes a, who takes a special interest in his tales of the strange creatures able to be seen while the machine is operating and convinces him to help her rebuild the device woefully unaware of the terrifying hidden world she is about to enter directed by Stuart Gordon dolls castle freak Written by Brian Usna, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Reanimator, Dennis Paoli, Body Snatchers, Dagon, Stuart Gordon, Robot Jocks, The Dentist. Produced by Brian Usna, Return of the Living Dead 3, Dagon. Bobby, give us those names. Starring Jeffrey Combs, Transformers, Prime, Injustice 2, as Dr. Crawford, Tillinghast, Barbara Crampton. It's Crampton. I always thought it was Compton for some reason. Mm. Uh, the Young and the Restless, The Bold and the Beautiful, as Dr. Catherine McMichaels. Ted Sorrell, Basket Case 2, Guiding Light, as Dr. Edward Pretorius. Ken Foray, The Dentist. Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, as Bubba Brownlee. I love that fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn Purdy Gordon, Dolls, Space Truckers, as Dr. Block. Bunny Summers, The Last Starfighter, Big Top Pee-wee as Neighborhood. Yeah! <laughs> and Bruce McGuire, Zone Troopers, Batman as Jordan Fields. Yeah, Chad. buddy. Chad Daddy, before you take that, quick question for you, because you are the man writing these notes. Who did Jeffrey Combs voice in Injustice 2? I need to know this. Oh, no shit. Yeah. What would that, and what, wait, Transformers Prime, is that a... Is that the cartoon? No. It was it was it was one of the more recent animated series. He voiced Ratchet. Okay. Oh no shit. All right. Was, that's cool. I wanted to ask, but I wanted to let Bob finish well, and stuff. Well, no, I was thrown off by reading that. I'm like, who the fuck was he in Transformers? Like, what? Yeah, it's one of the more recent, more popular 
more yeah, one of the more popular, the more recent ones. And you had to put in the next. Young and the Restless. I did. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it, eh? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Chad Daddy. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, we're we're just lost here. Whoa. No Shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. I hit I hit the mute button again. Music by Richard Parasite and Dungeon Master. Cinematography by Mac Alberg. The Brady Bunch movie and Good Burger. Yeah, Edwin, yeah. I had to put that in there. Which Edwin. we're getting a sequel to. Yes, we are. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, they announced it like last week. Jesus. At the con <laughs> that he was not invited to, but showed up to. Fantastic. Okay. Um, hmm. I wonder if it was just that second because there is that. I might, like, it might have been because my 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 cursor was hovering over the mute button and I accidentally okay. hit it again. Yeah, I was okay. Uh, let's see. Edited by Lee Percy, Blue Steel, single white female. Effects and makeup by our good friend John Carl Beekler, who is connoisseur. <sighs> Ghoulies go to college, and I feel like if he was still around, like he would legit be a friend of the show. Like some of us, yeah. one one of us probably TJ would have reached out to him, and made a nice oh easily guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably would have been a fantastic person to talk to. It's uh, distributed by Empire Pictures. Runtime of 85 minutes. Rated R for mature audiences. Budget yeah. of about 4.5 mil and only grossed about 1.26 mil. So it was not Oof. a big hit. Uh, no. Not when All it right. came out. No. All right. But now, years later. So, Steve's pissed. Yes, DJ's right. Empire is full moon. That's why we have uh, Richard Band doing the music and all sorts of little... Other okay. people that worked on a lot of full moon stuff here. So, Steve, I gotta say thank you for this because this was my first viewing of this. I've never seen it, and I oh, it wasn't a Steve it. pick because I wrote down that it was Bobby's pick. Was it Bobby's pick? I don't remember, dude. I could have swore. No, I think I said it, but then Steve said he yeah. had it in his list first, and I said, "Okay, well then it's his pick." Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. We, we were on the same page, but it, yeah, no, this is Steve's. Okay. Either way, my first watch, and I truly enjoyed it. I've been want. I I mean, I know we talked about this when we first covered Reanimator obviously but it was always something that i was hoping we would cover and i'm glad we fucking did dude. <laughs> and the, the funny thing is i swear to god this wasn't planned ahead of time this way because it was originally supposed to be um not the scarecrow when i did yeah. the scheduling and then it was gonna yes. be this and then we had to swap out dolls for it because we couldn't find out of the scarecrow and it turns out that dolls and this were filmed at the same time Right? How crazy. And Dolls was supposed to come out first, but because of the post production, it came out after it. So it's kind of weird that that really worked out this way. Which is one of those weird coincidences that always seems to happen on this show. Dolls was a fun movie for sure. I enjoyed this one way more. However, depending on your audience of who you are showing this to versus dolls, I feel like this is like what Steve's predicament kind of is, where it's like, <laughs> I don't know if I'd show this one to the whole family clan, but dolls, I definitely would. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, speaking of dolls, we get the bitch stepmom. Right mm-hmm. the yes. Yeah. Dude. Yes. Oh! Like, this is also literally two separate ends of the spectrum. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit. Oh, he's just holding oh, it he's up. Got, <laughs> he's, got, he's got the special edition. Yeah, he's got the that's the, that's with the slipcase, right? Yes. Hold on, I'll, I'll take that, it apart for you. I'm trying to find a good rare. angle. Johnny, make me big. I'll do it. That's right. what she said. He said. <laughs> wow. Actually, wait. Whoa. No, I'll do it so it's cool. Hold on. There we go. Yeah, there I got you. There. So we got this. This is the Vinegar Syndrome 4K UHD that came out last month, right, Chad? Oh, wow. I thought it came out before, way before. 
Did mm. I pre-order it at the beginning you of the month? You might have pre-ordered it. You, you probably, have. yeah. And then the back. Oh, oh nice. Oh, I love the, I love This the was uh, Vinegar Syndrome? Yes, sir. Yeah, and it's right. out of print. You can't even get it now. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, nice. Get the old cover. So I swapped. I put the other art around. Uh, so let me read the special features. Chad, you don't have this written down or anything, right? Um, not for the special features for this, no. Okay, so disc one. Uh, wait, here we go. Okay, disc one contains everything on the UHA, UHD disc. When the UHD disc has a brand new scan, unrated director's cut, HDR, not Dolby Vision. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there's a documentary called Re-Resonator looking back at From Beyond. It's 97 minutes long. Wow. It's longer than the movie itself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it is. That's impressive. And that's just filled with everybody, including Guzna. Uh, this, too, contains the following. A director's perspective, nine minutes. Reflections from the director, Stuart Gordon. Stuart Gordon and Beyond. Stuart Gordon and Beyond, a 2012 interview with the director, A Tortured Soul, 18 minutes, a 2013 interview with actor Jeffrey Combs, The Doctor's Inn, 14 minutes, a 2012 interview with Barbara Crampton, paging Doctor Michaels, a 20 minute interview with 2013 from 2013 with Barbara Crampton. So it's just filled with everything you could possibly think of. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I can't believe that the documentary is longer than the movie. That's awesome. I know that's so weird. <laughs> Yo, actually, while we got you here, I see you got that uh, that other sweet new documentary. Yeah, let me go get it. Covering the golden ears. Yeah, hell yeah! Well, Did you watch it yet? I haven't. It's on Tubi though. Oh Already? no shit! Wow. It is on. It's on Tubi TV, to my knowledge, that you guys can go watch it right now. Uh, golden era. It kind of documents the impact of a golden eye. Oh yeah, cool. yeah, I gotta watch that. Swept the nation. The game, not the movie. The movie's right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the game, way, the I game the movie. Way, the movie was cool. Right, but the game. Let's be honest. The game surpassed the game. The movie. Overall, oh yeah, yeah. The, the game is what got everybody to go. Oh, you think Goldeneye? Most people are like N sixty four game. That's yep. not even like. Wait, that was a movie. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the movie so much, but yeah, the game is much more entertaining. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Fuck it, a. That's awesome. So, did you get to enjoy that 4K disc then? Yeah, dude. The fucking ending scene, which I won't talk about because you guys haven't got there yet. Fuck, it looks great. The color contrast on this with the HDR. Oh, it's so fucking good. Hold on, I got a cough. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) He does what I do, man. I mute myself all the time just because I know it's job. That's right. Yeah, so that was uh, Cena. That was God a big ghost cog. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is probably one of the better scans uh, I've seen. And the grain structure is super duper tight. I think I was watching this maybe a week ago, and I was messaging Chad uh, as I was watching it. And it is one of the greatest films Empire did by far. And Jeffrey mm-hmm. Combs' performance in this film is just fantastic. I mean, it's not reanimator Jeffrey Combs, but it's just a nut hair away. I mean, you know, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad, you, far I'm glad you popped on here to, to talk about the 4K transfer because I was sitting here watching it this morning, and as soon as the very first scene where they turn on the resonator and it like has a nice purple glow, so yes. like, man, but that looks amazing in 4K. So the, the cool thing is, is the blacks with the purples, and the blacks are the, the deepest blacks <laughs> you can possibly think of. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is fucking great! That's, oh my oh, god! That is shit. a. Hell. <laughs> Oh, 
fuck. So for our audio <laughs> listeners, John's wife just popped in on YouTube and said, John, it's your wife. We're locked out. Please come get us. Oh, shit. And she made us a laughing face. That is so funny. Uh, oh, uh, Brody wants to see the alien tattoo. Oh. Uh, let's go. Let's get it. Ooh, nice. That is nice. I like the detail. You can even see it from here, the detail. Oh, that's nice. And I have a another one scheduled for next month. On the 24th, I'm getting Vic Rattlehead for the Megadeth album covers. Ooh, nice. Which yeah. version of him, though? Are you just getting uh, the It's the about? one from Peace Cells. Okay. Uh, but it's like, it doesn't have the sign. It's just him, like, with his hand draped over his other hand like this. And it okay. has, like, barbed wire wrapped around him. Is it just, Ooh, like, that's... from, like, mid-section up or yes. something? Yes. Nice. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I wanted something to show my love for the greatest thrash metal band of all time. So, uh, what better way? Awesome. Yeah, get a back piece. Uh, I'm waiting for the Klaus Kinski piece to be finished drawing, and then it's going to be on there, you know? Oh that's going to be a bit. <laughs> I would never get that. But back to the 4K scan. Yeah, so the blacks are, like, super dark, exactly what you'd think from a Vincent 4K disc. And, of course, like Chad said, the purple's, Oh my god, the color contrast is out of this world, dude. And he, everything is so great. And especially seeing that a lot of this is like indoor, uh, like dark stuff. Mmm, mmm, so good. Again, the third act. Yeah, I actually, I actually paused the movie pretty close to the beginning trying to track down a copy. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be easy. Yo, how that Im- sex dungeon look in 4K, dude? <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that shit looked money. <laughs> that red look, probably popped is. like a yeah right. Fucking hate it. I'm so glad we went back into that room, man, because that <laughs> first snippet of that dude coming out in a kimono, I'm just like, whoa, what's going on? What is going that? on? Yeah, in that room? Oh my god! Yeah. It just reminds us that we all need a kimono. I, right? I, I, yeah. It's in my notes to... as to what he was actually doing at that specific moment in time that was filmed. Oh Chad! Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my! DJ probably knows what I'm talking about. Honestly, I'm sure it's on one of the documentaries. I've never rocked a kimono, but. Ever since, uh, ha- uh, oh my god, not half baked uh, pineapple express. I've always kind of wanted to try. <laughs> What's the movie where Will Ferrell wears a robe the whole time? Or uh, 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 Wedding Crashers. Wedding, Wedding Crashers. Crashers. He's like, come on, you just watch that. <laughs> Fuck it, Yeah, but uh, yeah, if you guys, I recommend From Beyond totally. And like Chad said, sucks. This is uh, sold out right now. But I believe right? there's a Synapse release of the Blu-ray. Let me look. Uh, probably. I don't know. The only ones I've been able to track down were that and uh, the out of print Scream Factory. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Which so I, which what, I what it is, is part. it's an MGM movie and Vincent just tapped into the MGM vault. So we're getting a lot of those like we got with the Death Wish 2 uh, 4K and Roadhouse. 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 House. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, so that's region. You guys left the rabbit hole background on. What the hell, boys? <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> oh, he, no, you know what? I went back to it because I felt like it very, it felt very appropriate for. Uh, okay, that's know, fair. From, yeah, for, from beyond, <laughs> yeah. I, I was digging the purples. Honestly, it's like, the it resonator like, vibe. It was. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was kind of like, Ooh, I like this, dude. It's like portal esque. We're going to a different dimension. Let's fucking ride this shit. For sure. Hey, man. <laughs> it's all, it's all. Uh, oh, I, I found I found the 4K on Amazon for thirty two ninety nine. Yeah, I was gonna say everything else is it's used. For that's, that's, no, it's four. It's 4K. That's the uh, that's the starting bid. It, it ends in like six days. 
It's going to go for a lot more. He said he uh, found a version on Amazon. On Amazon. On Amazon? I thought I said eBay. On... No, no, no. It's it's on Amazon. Amazon. Of that? I wonder oh, if sorry. it's a non-slip cover, just like a standard edition. Hold on. I'm, let me see if it says anything about that. So here's... Uh, let's see. That's it looks, two looks like the one you got, TJ. Beyond 4K. Interesting. Hey, that'd be... Oh, shit, you're right. Why didn't that come up earlier? Amazon Get does it. actually sell Vincent. That is that is legit, Chad. Just so you know. Yeah, it. that did not pop up earlier when I when I searched. Yeah, resale on eBay is absurd, but that's because scalpers are douchebags. Well, yeah, it also oh, it yeah. says one hundred and nine dollars <laughs> for one copy of it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's this that's probably the one with the slipcover. <laughs> I could probably sell the slipcover for more than the movie right now. Oh yeah, definitely. That's just sad, <laughs> <laughs> right? If I had a blood hook slip cover, I I I could retire. Oh, you could. <laughs> Movies fucking. I'm not gonna get, talk about the great blood hook, but the slip cover is worth its weight in gold. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. That's weight it's in gold. insane. It's insane. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Oh man. All right. So. We are still discussing this movie, correct? We are believing yeah, yes. Yeah. Alright, so first and foremost, biggest thing, dude, the effects of this effects of oh, this was fucking great. So good. So slimy. Good. Especially for the time. Fantastic. Yeah, dude. The visual oh effects, God. like with the resonator and like the weird things going in and going on mm-hmm. in there. Weird, uh, space space yeah. airs yeah. with the yeah. eels. Eels. It's yeah, funny because I watched that uh I watched the ta- the Star Trek Next Generation episode where the dude uh, goes into the uh, the teleporter and he sees the slugs in the teleporter. Chad, you know what I'm talking about? I remember that one. So uh, it kind of reminded me of this movie at the same time because of the, the weird things. Yeah, the man. Yeah. They were... my, thought, my thought, even the first time I saw this and you see those things floating around, it's like, you know, that part would look really cool <laughs> in 3D. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, always yeah. kind of wondering if that's what it meant, like it was meant for that or no. I don't know, but right. it would have looked awesome. Yeah, I'm I think anytime the resonator was, was on and they showed, you know, anything that was that that would have looked really fucking cool. I love the lighting anytime <laughs> that came on, man. Like I, it was just fantastic. I loved the whole the big worm section with Jeffrey and Kemper oh, trying to fucking. Get I was that not that, expecting that shit, dude. That fucking well, yeah, such a crazy graboid scene. in the basement. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know. I was all sandworms. I hate him. I, I, I love Ken just grabbing the Dude, first and then of all, him and his red speedo. L- l- yeah, just, thank you, Bob. Let's Sorry. talk about Ken Forey and his amazing red speedo in this scene, dude. Uh, like, dude, Ken, Ken Forey in any movie is a treat. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Like that man was fighting demons and for his life when uh, Barbara Crampton was coming up and addressing her. Uh, you know, he, oh he, yeah, he told her you're like, like yeah. he was just like, girl, you do not want this hurt and put on you. <laughs> dude, oh, speaking of Crampton. Mm. I forgot she was in Puppet Master One because I'm doing that uh, tomorrow with uh, Brody and Paul, and I was rewatching oh, nice. that not too long ago, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Crampton pops up in that too. She's in so yeah. much; it's like it's like forgettable. I think she was so a Full much. Moon slash Empire regular. I think, I think her so. and Combs was just like signed on and just kind of just rode that wave. So I I watched you know as much stuff as I could find on YouTube about it, and the reason for that is. They kept getting basic. They wanted like the same cast because they knew these movies were going to be fucking weird. So the director was like, well, 
it's not going to be weird for me to ask. Is you this Gordon this or Yuzna? Uh, I think it was Gordon. Okay. You know, basically, it's not going to be weird for me to ask them to do these more outlandish things yeah, in this like film Dolph. because they're already used to weird shit when it, it comes wasn't, to these movies. That and it wasn't making. just specifically movies per se. It was it was very specifically Lovecraft ones that he wanted yeah. to do with them. Because all of this okay. is adaptations of Lovecraft with Lovecraft. the exception of yep. dolls. Yeah. Yeah. So, first and foremost, man, the opening of this. Because I, was just, uh, I uh, wasn't sure if I missed the title card. And I'm like, yo, man. I think the biggest downfall, not to interrupt you there, but no, having no. Jeffrey Combs play both that character and Reanimator eliminates the possibility of a crossover. Crossover. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, yeah, definitely the downfall yeah. of having all these characters played by the same people is that they're all shared universe type of things being Lovecraft. And now we can't have the type thing again in the remakes that we see now. Now we can see crossover with like the most recent Castle Freak remake. And then uh, what is it? Herbert showing up at the end. But that's a spoiler. Continue. <laughs> oh, I did not <laughs> I know that. Oh, here's, now that here's, makes me want to watch it. Hold on, though. Here's, here's, here's what I, I thought. Do they ever call him Herbert, though? I don't think they so. Do, do they say I thought they just called him uh, final, final scene. I thought they called him Professor West or something like that. I don't remember if they called him Professor. That's or not. in the new Cast Freak, you said. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's the, the new one. Yeah, yeah, I still haven't. I still haven't sat down to watch that. It's still. It's on my not terrible. Like compared to the original, it's not on par, but it's just just a little bit below, maybe. Yeah, right. I, I mean, That's I'd still prefer the original. Yeah, but That's I good. like this added stuff in the new one. Oh, dude, the uh, <laughs> the, the extra Lovecraft stuff at the end. Is, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I have to Definitely. watch that now. This it brings it home. Yeah. It definitely. And, amplifies the film and watching this you know because it's all basically the same shared universe yeah you're right i got it i was like man i loved like i love this so much watching it and and the fact that it didn't make a lot of money when it came out but it's such a cult classic well if you watch the remake plus this you're they're tapping into the world that the remake shows briefly and there's a sequel to this Mm -hmm. called the resonator or, Miskatonic University or something. Yeah, like that. that is Miskatonic U. Yes, yeah. it is. So I the one of the re, the things I was looking up online that were talking about the sequel. Yeah, and you know everybody's got their is own Paul opinions awake? on movies. Hold on, let me check if Paul's awake. Paul watched all, watches all this. But <laughs> the, the guy that was the guy that was giving the you know the review on on from Beyond, he said that it's no, actually sleeping. a really good it's actually a really good follow up to the original movie, and. Mm. He said, if you if you enjoyed the original movie that the sequel, you know, granted, you know, the effects are, you know, it's got a lot of CGI and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. not horribly done. So I want to watch okay. it. It's on full moon. So I'm probably going to check it out. Fair enough. All right, man. Oh. So it's, it's, it's on Tubi. Yeah. Oh, shit. I, it's on Tubi. Tubi Tubi's oh. easily the best streaming service. Oh, yes. Point. Hands and down. down. And then the rabbit hole that you go on. It's fucking amazing. Right, yeah, what comes on just, after? Just let that bitch out. just go. Yeah. Just let it New play. episode go. available on ProjectLouder.net. Rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with the plug. Yeah. So um, I watched this on Tubi today, and the very next thing it played was Reanimator, of course. Fuck Hell yeah, that's what it was doing with me too. Which I was Trump like, oh, I want to watch it, but it's late. Same. It's too late. I can't do it. So I'm gonna say, man, like Ken, like TJ said, Ken Forey is always a pleasure in any movie he gets. But dude, like his lines in this movie. As well as just his facial acting, oh, in, yes. more so in particular the first time they turn on the resonator, 
and the two of them look at each other like they're about to fuck right there mm-hmm. and he and then it just goes to him they're just like he's like oh yeah by the way i'm still fucking here <laughs> <laughs> and i love she, that he talks about he's like he talks about getting a fucking hard on when it happened she told me i was like both of them. oh definitely wrong with that she would like have been I a said, man, he, he was fighting demons in that. Uh, God bless, moments, dude, like God bless his self control because he did not give in. He just freaking took her by the arm. He thought about back. it. Yeah, he, he did. He thought about it. Like, fucking look at you, stuff, God damn it. Fuck that shit. Because <laughs> he knows he would be putting a hurt on her. And she, oh yeah. <laughs> he temporarily minded. No, he, she would no, have been I like, think, "Thank you." First of all, she showed a little bit of just like interest when the doctor's video was playing when yes. he was watching that she's yeah. like oh what, what what is this my well didn't, like, <laughs> well didn't she ask to like keep watching it or something like i i know she was like Did you see that no again? she kind of asked to turn it off but she didn't ask to turn it off like right away. that's it yeah and, yeah and, like she watched a little bit kind of going on right the resonator like, is just spanish fly for yeah. her, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was her sexual awakening or something. colors. <laughs> right? Like, the oh, doctor was there because sex wasn't enough. Yeah. And then... That's yeah. Not the whole he, couldn't get, he couldn't get it up. Right. See, that needs to be an episode. Beavis and Butthead turn on the resonator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brody, I believe you are correct. He did mention that he's got and was He needs to be a photo op of him in red speedos and he will sell out. Oh my god. (laughs) You think he would do that? I not nowadays. Maybe. I I don't know. Listen, it's Ken Foray. We would every single one of us here would pay for it. I mean, I would just pay pay with a picture just with him. That'd be fine with me. Well, that's what I mean. We would all pay. I'd get get an autographed photo of him in the fucking red speedo. I what if you so were sad. in the red speedo? Like oh, red speedo and a knife? Like nobody wants uh, to see me in a red speedo. I don't know. We I'd saw the death start of seduction. <laughs> I'd pay for that. That's right. You got to turn the resonator on for that we one. We should all. We should all do that and make a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The Project Louder sexy calendar. There we oh go. Oh my god! <laughs> and all different be all like horror shots, but just redone in speedos. Yes. yes. Bobby dressed as Jason in a speedo. Boy, <laughs> I'll do gold scared and horny gladly. <laughs> I, I, I think we might scare people away, but we also might bring some interesting people to the table, just like so. You like, never <laughs> know. <laughs> so let's talk the look of said pineal gland. What do you guys think about it? I was it expecting like it a... to be bigger for some reason. The way like the his like bruise was forming and stuff, but well. I... <laughs> I don't really know what to say to this other than it looked like a little penis. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. What else to say to that? Doesn't it? Like dude, when she pieces. when she bit it off, I don't know why I feel like that would still really hurt. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't I don't know about you, but I cringed that moment. I'm like, and that's not yeah. a long yeah, area. Yeah. But it's a skinny wiener. You know, <laughs> but, uh, that's where I it felt had better. no girth. No, I felt better after that. <laughs> oh shit no we got some crazy eye sucking though for yeah sure. that was that was interesting don't judge the it. eye sucking guys you don't don't knock it till you try it right. see that's that's why i wish we could have got the unrated cut on tubi or whatever because it shows him like spitting out the eyeball and sucking out her brain really see that would be a nice addition yeah to so normally you have to pay like, extra why for you, that why yeah that's right eye? like <laughs> i understand that 
with the soft I... lick of the eye, like yeah. <laughs> sexually first. <laughs> lick my what cornea, I... baby. No, right. One of my favorite shots though is when he starts to mold out of his well human form, and you see him just start to transform. It's like, what the fuck is going on, dude? When I... he ripped out of that, oh, box, when he ripped like, out when, of yeah, he yeah. ripped out of the doctor. Is... Yeah. Hey. Oh, that was awesome. Ian's gonna so mention good. the kick-ass music. Uh, but your band does a pretty damn we, good job of the music, man. Yes, they did. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's definitely 80s, but it fits so well. And you, you'd see that replicated in a lot of the full moon. Uh, how long after this movie released would Empire, I mean, full moon be established, Chad? L- literally within a couple of years, right? Was it 88 or 89? 89, I want to say. That's what I'm thinking. That sounds about right. So we're talking like three years. Yeah. 88. Roughly. It was 88. Okay. Yeah, so a couple years, two years. Don't blame from beyond. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so, Richard Band does. It's fantastic. Very underrated composer. I believe he did some uh, Puppet Master stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a lot of Puppet Master stuff. Did a fantastic lot of fantastic <clears throat> I also think they released this on vinyl too. Yes, the, yes they did. Yes. Waxwork did it. Yes. Oh no shit. So if you find, I, I I don't think it's on their website right now, but if you find it, I think yeah, probably, you got to you got to pay a little pretty penny for it too. Nice, nice, nice. So I know it's in a little bit behind it. I mean, we're still discussing, but like Chad, what was he doing in the room? I gotta know. Okay, hold on. So there was a scene that was filmed and cut, and Stuart Gordon actually ended up losing the scene entirely. So it's not just it's gone for good. But uh, there was an opening scene. Hold on. Let me get to the moment that describes it a little bit more. Just give me one second. I mean, we got like, you know, people jerking it and shit in this movie and everything. So I'm interested. To yeah. See that. Yeah. I'm so okay. curious what he so, did that. I got to stop watching these movies at work because the wall. <laughs> dude, the wall, dude, the wall the in my office is like super thin. So I can hear everything that's going on in the art room. Yeah. That's how and, you got whammed out, bro. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And so they in turn can hear everything I'm watching. So I'm sitting here watching the movie and they're, you know, they're watching the video of the doctor or whatever. And I'm like, oh, where the fuck is my remote? This is too loud. He's smacking her ass, dude. Uh, Okay, so so there's a scene missing early on involving what Dr. Pretorius was doing in his room when Tilling Gas comes knocking. It involves the doctor putting a nail through a girl's tongue. Stuart Gordon cut the scene manually and since lost the footage and was quite sad about it. So it was basically... And she wasn't uh, a very willing recipient from what I've uh, seen. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. So they're talking I about some it was Hellraiser type shit. You know, that's that would actually... I, that I was would thinking make... something else, but all but right. But you know no, what? That, that would make more sense for what uh, he says towards the end when he's like, he's like, you know nothing of pleasure. pleasure. He's like, it's yeah. all about pain. It was so. very... And I, I got like a whole kind of Hellraiser pinhead type yeah. vibe from when he was talking. Not physically, but... The way he was talking was very. What's you know, not to say Clive Barker's inspired by H.P. Lovecraft? True. Yes, he is. He, a that's lot why of I writers are. Guys, I feel like I could watch this, and then what is it? Um, oh my goodness, we watched. Uh, it's a Lovecraftian movie. It came out in 2017. Fuck. Oh, um, Rift. Yes. Right? <laughs> Abyss. Yes. Yes. No, the, the no. Rift. Void. The void, the void, the void, the void. The void. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. The rift is a way different movie. Never had. Yes. <laughs> Don't yes. you Thank dare you. remind us of the rift. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Wait, that was the Three Creature movie, wasn't it? That was about the blue yeah. filter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but titles were crossing in my I head. also like the reference to old school Frankenstein in this because of the doctor's Chad, name. What's the yeah. uh, movie with the weird thing on the island? The monster on the island that's a Lovecraft movie. Uh, did Usner or Gordon do that one? Monster on the Island? It look, it, it's kind of like... Uh, Shape of Water? No. No, that's Gilmore del Toro. Fuck, I can't even remember what it's called now. But it's a Lovecraft oh, God, movie, and it's... it's Aegon? Definitely... Yep, there it is. There okay. it is. Aegon. Yeah, that, yep. that was another Stuart Gordon movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. So, what else do we want to discuss, buddies, or before we hear from the uh, uh, beloved Doppelganger? I would love to hear what he has to say. All right, we'll, we'll that. We don't have him live this week, but videos this is good. Well, how do you fucking do it there, folks? It's your DKB here back for another episode of Goremore, and this week I'm here to talk to you about From Beyond. Uh, let me just start off by saying that um, when you get Brian Usner and Stuart Gordon collaborating together, uh, the dynamic duo, as one would say, you definitely know you're in for a fun time with a film like this. I mean, these two really explore different sides of the horror, of the horror genre, uh, especially introducing H.P. Lovecraft stories into their own and sort of, you know, uh, challenging themselves to create something different and unique in the body horror genre as well as many other, even the science fiction side to that horror genre itself. So they're really introducing a lot of new weird, wacky, interesting ideas, especially for this type of film. The premise of this is interesting indeed, how they try and bring to life this concept of the third eye, um, you know, studying the different parts of the brain that we actually don't even know that we can function. It's just this really interesting idea and in how this machine can, like, not only do that, but then, like, bring portals to life of the human subconscious, which we see with one of our characters um, who ends up dying and then comes back as these different types of monsters. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. It's a thinking man's type of horror film when you have to really try and break it down to the fine details of the story <laughs> itself, and that's what I love about these two collaborating together with the majority of their films. <laughs> so I, I also love how Stuart Gordon's able to, you know, recast some of the actors that he's worked with in previous films and definitely do something a little bit different with them while I still feel like characters from other type of films. I mean, Jeffrey Combs, Reanimator, then you put him in this and you'd think there was his twin fucking brother somehow, you know, the good and bad of those two. And then you get uh, Barbara Crampton, Crompton, sorry if I butchered the name, but she comes back over this in Reanimator and she's a little bit more, you know, a tour de force with her performance. I think she's absolutely fan-fucking-tastic in this. And then you get introduced into this Ken Foray. Now, Ken Foray's character in this works well with the trio, don't get me fucking wrong, but there's sometimes some little weird, interesting dialogue bits in the blocking that makes you question yourself, and it sort of doesn't sit well with the editing process, I find. It's a little bit corny, it's a little bit cheap and nasty, but it's not all the time. So we sort of get two sides of his character where it's like, I mean, like Ken Frey's given it his all and then he says like something that's really off-putting and it sort of sidetracks you from that character. And I was sort of like taken away by it. I'm like, had me thinking a little bit more about the director's choice and why he would actually introduce that to the story. But in the end, it still works well. I ain't complaining. It was just something that took me, you know, a little bit by surprise. And I really appreciate the director doing something a little bit different and, you know, not... It, it just sort of breaks up, um, you know, Jeffrey Combs and Barbara, Barbara's fucking characters, and I thought it worked well. 
So the cinematography in this film, nothing really to rave on about. I do apologise. I'm starting to sound like a broken record. Um, but the one thing I will give a chance for is the lighting in the scenes when the monsters come to life out of that motherfucking machine. Every time that machine gets turned on, I'm sitting back going, right, oh, what the fuck are we in for now? We're in for a wild goddamn ride. That's what we're in for. So it's a sign of warning. I love how it's like this neon nostalgic 80s fucking aesthetic um, yeah. You know, the, the pink, purples, and the blues really play off each other. Argento! Oh, it's in the background. Uh, they don't they don't interfere with our characters throughout the scenes. It, it, it bounces off them extremely well. And not only that, uh, the practical effects of the monsters themselves, especially when they're covered in KY jelly, I thought the lighting... <laughs> yeah! You know, I was able to, um, that was jizz! Like, Slip right in there. Well, and it just showcased and made them pop even more. And, yeah, I just love it. Fucking awesome choice. As for the practical effects, I mean, I'd be an idiot to say that they weren't fucking good in this film. And I mean, they're always fucking fantastic in a Stuart Gordon film. I mean, you're never going to, even if the story's fucking shit and you're going to be bored by it, at least when the practical effects come to life in a Stuart Gordon film, you know you're going to get some fucking awesome body horror. Even the creature designs themselves look fucking fantastic. I mean, how many times do you see a fucking, um, uh, a, a humanoid head on a penis-looking neck <laughs> for Henrietta's body from Evil Dead fucking 2 with a penile right? wing coming out of your fucking head. So it's like a dick on a dick on a ball sack. So you get, yeah, you get the trifecta. You get the trio there, That's a shirt. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Might have went a little bit too fucking over the top for that one, but you get the point. Practical <laughs> effects in Stuart Gordon films, fan-fucking-tastic. So the editing in this film actually wasn't too bad, but there was like a couple of little scenes here and there that I was sort of like, oh, that's a little bit choppy. Uh, you didn't really need that in there. It's only like a two-second scene that really elaborates to fucking nothing. Uh, take, for an example, there's one scene that really stood out to me, and that is Ken Foray, you know, talking about this machine, then all of a sudden he's like, I'm hungry. And then he starts talking about the machine again, and then it cuts to him cooking up like fucking potatoes in a pot. And it's only like two seconds and he brings it to the table and it cuts something completely different. Little things like that. I don't know why the fuck it was there. Was it this comedic relief or there wasn't, you know, uh, I don't even fucking know. See, I'm mumbling. I'm swearing my fucking words. It's got me fucking thinking. I don't know what I'm fucking thinking. So, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, all that bullshit aside, it's definitely a highly underappreciated horror film. Uh, it's definitely one that flies under the fucking radar. Um, if you haven't seen it, go and suss it. And if you haven't seen Stuart Gordon's work, definitely go out and suss fucking Reanimator, and that shit will change your mind. Not only that, Dolls, we did Dolls last week. Suss it if you haven't, and treat yourself. <laughs> so this week, I'm going to have to give this a Gormore score of a 3.8. Hey, alrighty. And this is your DKB signing the fuck out. I hope you gentlemen have a fantastic evening. I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say, and I'll catch you mother lickers next week. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, sir. Thank you, Saucy. Wonderful. Thank you, Brody. Beautiful. Awesome. Woo! I'm going to move myself over there. All right, so 3.8 from the Brody. By the way, I wrote that down, what Brody said, so we never forget it. Dick on a dick on a ball sack. That dick is right. Shirt. It that needs is. to be a shirt. Yes. It could Solid be black with white print. And then <laughs> oh, I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> on a dick on a ball sack.
I feel Murray, like you're not wrong. We were all laughing at that. Uh, yeah. Was that you? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? The fear that fucking came across his face was fucking great. Like, like a deer in the headlights. Uh, What'd I do? <laughs> it was like almost just, like a penis. Just when I would stop laughing, I'd hear TJ giggling and it would start me all over again. <laughs> I was trying not to fucking choke down shit and be like, oh, oh, fucking <laughs> All I saw across the bottom bar was, God damn. I'm like, oh, fucking Brody. God. Yeah, we got a screenshot that <laughs> Wait, no, it's got to be that slogan with that face. Fuck it, eh? I'm going to print that out and put it on It's just going to be John with a bowl, and it's just going to say, dick on a dick on a ball sack. No, man, that's the next, like, that's the next inspirational poster right there. Sunset behind me, dude. First, there was the cat on the rope, keep hanging on. Then there was John, dick on a dick on a ball sack. That's going to be in, like, school hallways and shit. You're going to be sensation, man. Jesus Christ. Don't do drugs. Weed makes it kind of dick on a ball I am trying to turn 21 because it just makes me cough so much more. Oh, oh shit. Day, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Brody, that was an excellent review. Thank you once again. Three yes. oh, oh, nailed it right. pretty he nailed it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think there was really the KY. That was uh that was money right there. That was definitely something. <laughs> that was a money shot you. right there. Yeah, for sure. What the Chad KY Danny? or the Either one. Chad Eddie, why don't we spread them cheeks and see what we got? HP Lovecraft story on which the film is based is only seven pages long. Seven pages. Yep. Hot diggity. Just a little tidbit. Uh, sadly, Barbara Crampton sold the leather dominatrix outfit she wore in this film at a yard uh, sale. I wonder how much she got for from the yard sale. I know. Sale. I'm kind of. I want to know that too. Well, I paid $54, and I still have it over there. <laughs> like, like, I wear it frequently. <laughs> but I, I want to know the conversation of, where does this come from? Oh, I wore that in a movie from Beyond, and I still do today. Like, Oh, dude, she probably sold it along with an autographed picture of herself wearing it. Oh, <laughs> God, I wish I was the person who's trying to get that toilet paper off. That's right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> I just go on. Bookmark that episode. Uh, so. Doctor Block is named after Robert Block, the author of the novel upon which Psycho is based, and friend of writer H.P. Lovecraft. Like oh, nice so Psycho uh, reference. The right. address of the house is six 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 Benevolent Street. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, all right, going there." Okay, Bobby already mentioned this. Dr. Pretorius' character is named after Dr. Septimus Pretorius, Henry Frankenstein's former teacher who seduces Henry to the dark side. Seduces, huh? But I think they they also had a little something else that was hinted at, too. Fair enough. Mm. Docking? Ah, definitely. (laughs) Right. As was Jewish, so... (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Get that skin flat, baby. That like took a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. As with his earlier film reanimator, Stuart Gordon made use of medical advisors to be sure that the actions taken by the doctors and nurses of the film followed proper medical procedures. Oh, nice. That's really good because I was watching a porn the other day that had a nurse and she did not know what she was doing. Yeah, the, the inaccuracies, you know, just really dig at you and you can't enjoy the film after that. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what part was she not good at? <laughs> 
she had the, the blood, she had the, the no it was a cuff and then she she was you know making the you cuff don't put up. it there and then she took the fucking you know she put the thing on her ears and then did, she just did it didn't do it correctly oh, i thought you put the thermometer in the wrong spot that came later oh, oh. that's when right. oh, <laughs> so the doctor came in that's when the doctor <laughs> came in that's right what else yeah daddy what else we got uh, during scenes in the mental hospital when Catherine meets Crawford for the first time and releases him as her patient, two automatic doors use the infamous door opening sound from Star Trek, the original series. Ah! No shit. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I didn't even hear it, so I didn't even notice it. Yeah, I was too, I was just like, oh, wow, we just saw that dude jerking it. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering almost if we were going to get like, he was going to like over arch, like come shot, dude, like rainbow that shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. But didn't go there. Maybe the unrated. <laughs> uh, studio executives opposed the casting of Barbara Crampton as Dr. McMichaels because she thought they thought she was too young and too too young to be believable as a psychologist. Stuart Gordon, however, insisted that Crampton be cast, and she was. They also uh, added oversized glasses, and they did something to tighten up her hair, too, to make her look older. And I dug that. Yes. yes I liked indeed. all the looks in this one. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. All of them. Indeed. The resonator sound effects were later sampled in the song Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Well, now, don't you tell me to stop. <laughs> okay, sorry, I muted it because the dog was barking. Oh. <laughs> I, was oh, I, I thought you were like... The dog I mean, heard the like sheesh. drop of. I thought you were about to like drop a beat or something. No, no, no. <laughs> Intergalactic <laughs> planetary. <laughs> no, that was me playing the soundboard. Right. <laughs> uh, according to producer Brian Yuzna, the production ran out of money before the effects in the finale could be finished. Ah, yep. uh, <laughs> they still look good though. I said they still look great. There was only oh. one one shot that looked really cheesy to me, and it's when she's trying to get away, and uh, Crawford's trying to like crawl out or whatever, and yeah. the, the creature still has her, and you mm. could tell it's just somebody laying on their back going like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. the only shot. <laughs> no, was was I the only one that cringed after she jumped oh, out terrific. of the window at the end? And to see her legs just shattered. Oh, yeah. I I was very happy that they showed that because I was like, wait a minute. She just leapt from a third story window. Like, there's no way you didn't fuck your legs up. No, I I cringed at that hard, too, because I'm like, oh. Mm -hmm. We need more of that in movies. Yes. Right. Tired of the superhero landings. I happy. She did not stick that landing. (laughs) No. No, she was not a cat. Bad for the knees. (laughs) Okay, let's see. We already mentioned about uh, using them in the same movies. Director Stuart Gordon was interested in the possibility of making a series of Lovecraft films with the same cast, like uh, Roger Corman's Poe adaptations. Um, again, we said that already. It's a Gordon later direct version of two more of Lovecraft's works, uh, the film Dagon in 2001, and the second episode of Masters of Horror, which was Lovecraft's Dreams of the Witch House in 2005. Oh, well, boys, I'm going to work. My score is 3.5. I'll 3. see you guys 5 from the boss, man. All right. See you later, boss. Hey, thanks for having us, buddy. Yeah, yes. Thanks yeah. for coming in. That was great. 
Yes. It was a pleasure being on. Thank you for letting me uh, play the soundboard and show you the movies and stuff. See you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Yes, always a pleasure Bye-bye. when you come. Drive safe, sir. Yes. All right. What was I going to say? I'm not used to us seeing giant head mode right now. Like. No, but this is cool. <laughs> okay, continuing on. The beginning what? of Barbara Crampton's famed SM scene caused her to remember a dinner party she held where the guest specifically requested they all watch this movie. She stated, This is the scene everybody wanted to see, of course. I loved it. After five glasses of wine, anything goes. After five. I huh? wish I was at the party. No, no, same. Is there like a watch app where you could just dial? <laughs> <laughs> You got to figure anything goes. So she was probably modeling it for them too afterwards. Oh my! If this was before the yard sale, yo man. I mean, we got a full ass on this dude. So yeah, it's good. She's tiny. She still looks good. Yes, she does. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like Ken Forhey was fighting demons. Like not only like, I mean, like literally Ken Forhey was fighting demons at. Oh yeah, especially when. He like, had her up against him. There's no way he didn't get half a chub. Right. Like <laughs> his half a chub is his acting wasn't acting. <laughs> he had to chub. look over. He had to look over there and give that deep, deep sigh because he was thinking about Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. <laughs> dude, he, he, dude, he had been wearing a cup, something to just, just hold that. Beat Hell no! I could see him going or, to the director. I ain't wearing that. Or he's like, "Yo, girl, I'm gonna put that thing on you." <laughs> <laughs> He's going to let her find out, you know? She's going to learn hey. today. She wanted... I don't know, man. That room, looked, that room looked kind of fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. I would go in and check that out. <laughs> I don't know what Brody just sent me, but I'm going to have to John, look it up later. why did you tie yourself up? Yeah, right. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let's see. <laughs> mentioned about Enjoying my life. The, okay. The bugs attacking Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combe were actually tiny styrofoam balls painted gray that stuck to everything. Interesting. But they they looked convincing, I have to say. Let's see. Jeffrey Combs recalled an ad lib from Ken Foray during the scene where he's laying on the floor on in his football jersey, half eaten by the flying bugs. He says, put me in, coach, as he lay there dying. <laughs> awesome. This film is this film is one of two films based on Lovecraft Lovecraft's thirty four short story. The second film is Banshee Chapter in twenty thirteen. I've never heard of that. Uh, I never have either. No. Mm-hmm. Would you say Banshee? Banshee Chapter. I'm I'm gonna look. Okay. After the MPAA issues uh, experienced on Reanimator, Stuart Gordon and Yuzna decided to ignore blood in favor of slime. It ended up causing them more troubles, though, as they were told it was even more disgusting. What? That's so fucking stupid. They're like, oh, wait, that's worse. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, According to Brian Yuzna, all of the pineal stuff is based on real science. Yes. Mm. Um, I like that they talked about that, dude. Like, they actually brought that up in there. Like, the whole third eye and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I found the movie. Uh, yep, it's the Banshee chapter. Uh, it's the the synopsis sounds just like this movie almost. It says investigative journalist Anna looks into the disappearance of her friend, who she believes ingested a secret government chemical. Her search leads her into the, the disturbing world of covert operatives, with one strange radio transmission troubling her. MK Ultra, the movie. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I'll look into that. 
Continuing on, Jeffrey Combs originally pantomimed the brain eating, but Stuart Gordon called cut and insisted he should actually be chewing something. And the only thing pink and edible on hand was fixident for dentures. He stated it sucked all the moisture out of my head. Oh, Ah. Ah. He couldn't have gone to a convenience store and get that man some bubble tape? Like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) By the way, that led to my favorite line of the whole movie when uh, she walks in and sees him doing that. She's like, no, don't eat those, but they're delicious. Oh, they're so delicious. Was there bubble tape in 86? Uh, okay, so Big League Shoe. Big League Shoe. How's yeah. that? Way? I was just saying, <laughs> I'll give you something else. Whatever, dude. We'll keep going down this rabbit hole. Fuck it, eh? What else, Chad, Daddy? Uh, the sound stages was so cold during the film that the actors were given ice chips to prevent their breath from being visible. Uh, the studios had apparently belonged to Dino De Laurentiis, but as he went bankrupt, the studio was stripped of its eating hardware. Oof, shit. That's a rough day. Oh, dude, I'm just thinking like if you're covered in all that KY and then it's cold. Oh, oh. Think of Barbara Crampton in that fucking. Mm. Yeah, I will. I, I will, Steve. Oh, I will. Don't worry about it. It was cold. <laughs> Cut through leather. <laughs> Ten four, oh. he knew when he was in that fucking speedo. He's like, God damn, it's cold <laughs> up in this bitch. This ain't right. I was in the pool. That's right. <laughs> he was. He went. He well, went to kill I wouldn't mind. You know what I liked, and we never mentioned that. Like, I liked how they were both getting head sucked in that scene, like in two different areas. Yeah, of the two house. different areas. Yeah. I was like, yeah, head. they're both getting their head sucked. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, many members of the production staff for Reanimator <laughs> also held similar roles in the production of this film, including screenwriter Dennis Powley, uh, producer Brian Yuzna, executive producer Charles Band, director of photography Mark Mac Alberg, and special effects cartists John Carl Beekler and John Nolan. Sorry, I'm starting to lose my voice here, guys. You're fine, bud. Good, good, good. Yo, man. This freaking bronchitis, man. Uh, while the when the pineal glands are up from Pretorius and Telengast's head. No one could agree on what it looked like. Asparagus and dog dick seemed to be the most agreed upon, though both of which caused Barbara Crampton some concern when it came time to put it in her mouth. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait. Dog dick and asparagus. I, I That's mean, I don't start right there, too. Just saying. I, I mean. I don't think either of them necessarily look like that, but I guess I could see uh, the asparagus. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the weird bulb at the end, like you know, what I, I don't know. Maybe I don't want that vision. I'm just trying to think, like, like it'd be funnier if it was more of like a dog dick, but at the same time, like that'd be fuck. I, mean, I guess it kind of is. It ooh, protrudes ooh, in and out. Ooh. So yeah. All right. Okay, continuing on. The creature that Dr. Pretorius becomes was another Mark Showstrom creation. It was entirely puppet-based. Stuart Gordon told him he needed close-ups featuring Ted Sorrell's actual face, and the makeup artist refused to do so, stating the puppet could be used for those close-ups, too. Gordon eventually got someone else to do the makeup. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay. Damn. Yeah, but, you know, you need the actual, like, actor in there for those. It It worked better. better this way, yeah. Much better. What else we got, homie? The plan was to do Dagon immediately after Reanimator, but Charles Band, the head of Empire Pictures, was no fan of a story that saw people turning into fish, so they went went with this film instead. That's what that movie's about, is people turning into fish? 
Mm. Never watched it, so okay. I've never it's, heard of it. Now. It's pretty good, actually. All right, to look into it. Okay, and finally, prior to the Monsters HD channel airing of the film and the subsequent DVD and Blu-ray releases, the home media releases before 2007 contained the censored R-rated cut, which removed the following. So these are the scenes that would be in the unrated cut now. Ooh, the good uh, stuff. All right. Catherine being molested a few seconds longer by Pretorius. Okay, bad, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Block taking 14 seconds longer, attempting to remove the pineal gland hump from Crawford's forehead. Okay. okay. 14 seconds of her digging around trying to get that thing that's a lot. That's a lot of time. Yeah. A longer but if it's of- really good, if it's really good medical gore, though, I'm not opposed to it. Yes, I agree. A longer scene of Crawford eating the brains <clears throat> in the morgue. Okay. Additional footage of Crawford sucking out Dr. Block's eye and spitting it out onto the floor before then sucking in her socket. See, that we needed. Yes. That yes. we needed. Because you need to see that to like fully know. Because like I'm just thinking, like, whoa, did he eat the eye too? Like, did he just go full fucking nom? Like, whatever. But hmm. the ambulance driver's death by three blows to the head instead of just one. Oh, a little bit more visceral. Okay. And a brief shot of blood graphically spurting as Catherine bites off Crawford's pineal hump. Huh. I don't know if that was a hump. It was more like a stock. Hump stock. Stocks lead to humping. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, that depends on. Never mind. Uh, So that's everything. Yeah. At least he was getting an HJ. You know what I mean? He got a little bit of an HJ. He didn't know what was going on, but he was enjoying his dream. So. <laughs> no, Steve. No. No, I just, I just remember that scene, and I just, my girlfriend, it just brought back a memory for my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, uh, I love you, baby, but you're kind of rapey sometimes. <laughs> hey, it's called, it's called love. It, nobody does it. It's called pregnancy like hormones. <laughs> the only time you don't like waking up to a blowjob is when you're in prison. Anyway, yes. So. Is that it, Chad Daddy? That's it. All righty. Gentlemen, what format did we watch this on? To be. To be. To be. All around. Okay. Douche of the film. Pretorious. Pretorious. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty easy one. The doctor was kind of a bitch, too, though. Yeah. Yeah, but if, if one had to really stand out. See, I don't know if she was or if that's just her natural <clears throat> stance, dude. I feel like that woman just has a resting bitch face and she just can't do anything about it. That, hence the stepmother role. You know what I mean? Like she is clearly typecast to be an angry woman. So. Yeah. <sighs> but you know, who knows? Uh, favorite kill. Poor old Ken Foray getting eaten by insects. Yeah. See, I really like that one, and I probably am going to agree with you. I do have a little problem with those. Why didn't they attack his head? His head should have had a little bit more damage, I feel, to it. Yeah, they could have added some makeup to his head. You know what I mean? Instead of just, hey, stick your head out. That's untarnished next to this completely fucked body. But that body would look nasty and wet. Were they bugs? I don't know what. I'm assuming they were bugs. They were something something like that. They just look like dots. Yeah, not like flies or some shit. Interdimensional bugs. That's all we need to know. Say, besides Uh, that, what else do we get besides some eye sucking? And heads getting bitten off. Yeah. Uh, Who's, which one was my favorite? Yeah, but even his head getting bit off. I, yeah, really like bloody. You know what I mean? It was like it twisted it, and it was just like, whoop, 
was good. Yeah, but I liked that, so I'm going with that. Okay. Hmm. Can I go with the self like crazy kill at the end? Where like the the doctor and um fucking what's his name? Uh Jesus Christ. Crawford. Combs, yeah. Uh like where they eat each other kind of thing. I'll allow it. Yeah. Because honestly, like that shit was nasty and it looked cool, especially when by the time it got down to where they just had like skulls biting each other and shit. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking sweet. That was pretty cool. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. Best scene. Oh, the whole third act is just so... Barbara Crampton getting dressed. I, I like that, too, but the third act is definitely, like, my favorite rewatch. So the whole, the whole third act for me. Honestly, I think best scene for me is a uh, giant fucking worm in the basement, dude, because I was not expecting that. And that, that just was, like, yeah. a cool giant monster that was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. And you get Ken Forty and fucking Red Speedo. So, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a I think I'll agree with, I think I'll agree with you on that one. That would yeah. be my favorite, yeah. too. Agreed. And fucking Combs gets his hair sucked off, dude. Oh, so <laughs> weird. Oh. Well, yeah, I was not expecting weirdest that way to get a fucking yeah. haircut ever. Okay, yeah. but if you look at look at the rest of his body, it's because he was being digested. So he had, like, acid burns, too. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. But it's just... So the the hair would be the first thing to go. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a way to get a fucking... Chrome but he dome. still had eyebrows. Did he? No, he did. No, he didn't. No, he, he did not. He had eyelashes, but no eyebrows. I was uh, gonna say because, like, he definitely his brow is definitely uh, protruding, especially once his uh, like little. Oh from. yeah. Um, because like his whole head was big. Obviously, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, My bad. My bad. Alrighty, so opening scene. Yeah, dude, it was a long oh, one. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was awesome. fantastic. I mean, yeah. It just jumped right into it. So literally, that's why I questioned myself. I'm like, did I miss the title card already? No. It just waits about 20 minutes mm-hmm. to give it to you, which is nice. I like when movies do that. Yeah, that seems to be a Stuart Gordon thing, where he just brings you right into the story, into the action, right at the forefront. But I will say, I feel the intro credits for Reanimator are a thousand times better. Yes. Than this one. Yes. And I was kind of hoping for something a little closer to that, and I was a little, I feel like I was like, oh. These are and I, th- I think Reanimator had a better soundtrack, too. I would 100% agree on that. So, there might be a few people out there that say nay. It's okay. All right. So, most attractive character. Really? Ken Forhey, obviously, dude. Found the red speedo, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that banana hammock. Honestly, man, I'm just, I, this is a hard one because I just feel all around and I can't judge for everybody, but this is just a very attractive cast. Actually, yeah, I, no. Like, because Combs, Combs is not like he's like a hideous <clears throat> fucking chud by any means. You know what I mean? Like, he's got his own fucking look. I <laughs> but I like, is, like I like Reanimator Combs better just because of his dry one-liners. Oh, yeah. Well, Reanimator so... Combs is such a different character, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, his delivery was what? genius with like, those lines. This this doctor cares about people. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, he doesn't want people. Yeah, he's Combs definitely 180 from right. From, yeah, yeah. Co- yeah. Combs just sees people Combs. as experimental fodder. Yeah, essentially. yeah. So they're like, it's all in the vein of science. Like, fuck anybody else. That's all that matters. You know, looking back, you almost think that maybe Herbert West is maybe a bit uh, autistic. Maybe I could see yeah. that. Could, that could be there. Yeah, I, I would agree. See that, or has Asperger's? Maybe something the same. along the line. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
the same God thing. Damn it. So now you're making me think of like, what would a conversation be between Spangler and fucking West? Because oh they always God. said that Spangler, would be a they always said Spangler had Asperger's, or like that was like something that was like potentially thought about. And I was like, yeah, I can see that. That would just be so, a good conversation to listen to. Yeah, but dude, like imagine like how crazy it would get, dude. <laughs> dude, and so thank you for bringing up Spangler because you know now I'm seeing that they started filming the new Ghostbusters. They better fucking have Phoebe delivering dad jokes through the movie again like they did in the last one. I hope so. She was hilarious. You see who they added into the cast? Yes! I was so happy. I was like, I don't... I'm not gonna... I'm not judging it yet. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not a Patton Oswalt fan at all, so... I used to be. I'm not so much anymore, so I'm a little... I, I, I liked him in a few things, so I'm like, oh, I, I I got excited when I saw. Him. I don't know, I just did. I feel like he's, for some reason, it was my instant like he. They're just gonna reprise him from Blade Three and make him like a little tech guy. Maybe I could be wrong. And the other dude, I totally see being like a Walter Peck EPA kind of a dude. See, mm-hmm. that's kind of funny because I was hoping that it would be be flipped. Pat, uh, yeah, like Patton Oswalt would be the the Walter Peck. I mean, that'd be funny, dude. I would love to see Patton Oswalt be a fucking asshole. Yeah, because you'd be fucking hilarious, dude. He's 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 such a very witty person that mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect him to be like a total douche like that. Ooh, I kind of would like that. You know what? All right, Chad, you might have sold it even better. So I'm hoping that's the direction they're going to go. We'll Fair enough. Find out soon. Okay, so uh, we did most tricky score. Set the mood. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. Bossman mentioned it. I I'm not gonna lie, dude. It didn't. I'm not going to say it didn't set the mood. It just, for some reason, didn't stand didn't stand out. out. Yeah, it didn't stand I, out. But, I mean, it, it it fit, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, it's, it's it didn't not, feel out of place. It is not Richard sure. Band's best. It's not Puppet Master. No. I, I feel this, it fit this movie perfectly, but would I go out and buy it? No. Maybe. I, I also feel because, once again, this was my first watch. Maybe if I gave it a second watch, I could concentrate a little bit more on the score and not... You know what I mean? Because like obviously this time I'm trying to figure out what the fuck like focus on actually was yeah. happening. So like yeah. the extra background shit that's for rewatches. But okay, best song. I don't, I don't know. Long yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember any. So we're gonna go from that. Favorite character. Jeffrey Combs. Mm, I'm gonna go with Bubba, dude, for sure. Because Bubba was fucking like. Why did I have a hard on during that? (laughs) Okay, he did have some great ones. Oh, fuck it. We're just going to make it universal. Yeah, it's got to be Bubba. Yeah, it's got to be Bubba. Well, because he's the average average everyday man in this situation that we can all essentially relate to because none of us are scientists or doctors. He's also the one who's just like, we want to get the fuck out of here, please? Yeah, like he's the only one with honest common sense. I mean, yeah. Well, obviously, she's addicted to it, and he even called it. He's like, yo, I've seen this shit before. You're a fucking junkie. I don't give a oh, shit what you call how, it. And how funny was it when um, fucking Jeffrey Combs was trying to open the door in his van? Oh, yeah. He made, made the comment about the, the child safety. Oh! Line. Question. Okay. You know what? That brings up a question that the wife and I were discussing when that happened. That was a van, but it was only a two-door front. Would they have a child safety lock on the front? Like on the front door, like that. Uh, I mean, he, he would have had to have it installed. It wouldn't have been. The only it, thing, the only reason I think maybe he could is because he's a police officer. Maybe that's that what a I'm Vehicle. Th- so that's possibly yes. That's my take on it. Because okay, otherwise no. Right. Front door does not have a child safety. Yeah, I was gonna say that. And, that, that yeah, seemed like kind of a weird thing. Back, well, in well, 80s, not, back in the eighties, I don't think they were. That wasn't probably thought yeah, of. Yeah, I don't yet. think they were. I don't think they were stuck. I think it's something you had to have installed. 
Right. Especially the 86. That's oh, still- yeah. And that, that wasn't a brand new van either. So fuck no, dude. That is a free grapes van right there. Um, all right. That's right. Free Huffy. Get inside. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see. Ooh, wasn't scary. Not really. No. No. Weird. That's fantastical. Gross. Yes. Sexual. And and, and weird. Like, yeah, that's not scary, though. I mean, I was, it wasn't scared, but it definitely was like gross and awkward when he was making penis fingers, feeling her up. Oh my God. <laughs> it was yes. definitely uncomfortable. Oh. So I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> dick on a dick on a ball sack. <laughs> dick fingers. Dude, we, there's so many like good fucking quotes from this. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. All right. We can make, make sure it's fucking a, so does it hold up today? Honestly, yeah, yeah man. Yes. I thought that I thought it looked clean as hell. Like it looked mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Solid that, movie. Actors are fantastic, you know. They know what they're doing. It's this is a movie, and I'll say it now, even before we get to it. I would not want to remake it because I don't think it would have half the stuff it has. Dude, like I said, if you just watch that other movie, it it's almost the same thing, just a little nastier. Not as sexual. Which but... one? Oh, the the void? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's right. I mean, if you think about just it, and I'm always saying this as like a generalized concept because in that, the doctor obviously needs to die to be able to come back as something like greater, blah, blah, blah. That whole idea. How do we watch that? I still wish the ending had a little bit more like to it. Yes. That was my only thing with it because it felt like it kind of fell a little flat. I get it because that's the whole idea of the void, but yeah, I don't know. No, I still agree. like that movie. Um, okay, so acting, I'd say fantastic. Was good. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty top notch. Yeah, a plus, no questions. Cinematography. Okay, while Brody said it wasn't too much to talk about, I thought the lighting was fantastic. Yeah, the lighting was every yeah, time the resonator was on and shit. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but even the room design. Let's say the sex room. Great coloring in there, man. Some like solid fucking reds and shit just mm-hmm. pop. Yeah, I I would definitely say the color palette for this movie is wonderful. Yeah. Okay. And did we enjoy the premise? Very yep. much so. Oh yes. Yeah. Crazy shit comes from different dimension and fucks with people. Solid. And Barbara Crompton did not make that landing. Mm. No, she did not. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. I'm, re- rewind. I'm rewinding this. Rewind, bitch. Rewind, rewind, and reboot. I want to see more. Yeah. Okay. I want to see some kind of continuation of this. Well, the resonator is it's a it's a basically a reboot of the series. Or of the, we of haven't, the I haven't seen that yet. So yeah. yeah, it's just called the resonator. It's called resonator. Uh, Miskatonic University. Miskatonic U. Yeah. Resonator Miskatonic. All right. It's a fucking hell of a title. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's two two episodes. Uh, when it was filmed, it was supposed to be like you know two episodes, but they put it together. So you can either watch it as two separate episodes, or you can watch it as the full a full movie. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Word up. Alrighty. So let's rate this bitch. 
do 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 do. All right, so got Bossman and Brody score in there. Bob, we got home. I would have to say a 3.5 only because I wish it was longer. That's what she said. Hey, never to Bobby, though. No. Never. Uh, but yes. Right. Scuba? 3.7. 3.7. Chad Daddy. I'm going to side with the DKB. I give it a 3.8. E? And let's see. I really wish I knew my reanimator score, even though I shouldn't compare the two. But effects were fucking good. Acting was great. Weird, sexy shit was going on. Uh, we got some cool fucking creature effects. <sighs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with Chad Dan and DKB, man. This feels like a pretty solid fucking movie. Nice. Eight. Let's see what we got. We need to divide this by six. That would be a 3.7. All right. For Actually, yeah, that's 1986's From that's Beyond. Very fair, I think. I dig it. This is a good pick. I'm glad we watched it. Yeah. I feel like now I can actually like I feel like this is one of those ones that's like almost on the not like the overcompassing horror bucket, but like when you get into that B category. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, along yeah. the lines. It's like if you've seen Reanimator, I feel like you have to see this. The fact that yeah. it's taking this well, long. Yeah. When I when I watched this movie, my mother looked at me and just went. What the fuck kind of C movie are you watching? <laughs> so I, I said it's more of a B movie, but you know, to each their own. <laughs> to be technical. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. Alrighty. So Chad Daddy, what are we covering next week? Ah, buddy? next week we're going back to Grover's Bend. We're gonna watch Critters 2. Yay. Bend over. Grover Mover. <laughs> Alrighty. I love that uh, movie. It's one of the very few Easter horror films. I've I actually never saw the second one. I will see if I can watch it before heading to Disney. Hopefully I can. And if I can, if I'll send a review. Not a problem, buddy. If not, I'm going to, I already try to figure out like, where do I want to send a video from to you guys? And depending on where I'm going to be, I feel like Haunted Mansion would be good. Yes. But I'm also going to check out Gaston's Tavern because, you know, it's fucking <laughs> so. I, side note, dude, but I, I was singing fucking that song the other day for like a couple days in a row because, you know, like that's how fucking that shit works in my head. Just get stuck for three days solid. And my daughter just stopped. She's like, Dad, why do you like Gaston so much? He's the bad guy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but he's also the man. And he's, she's like, what do you mean? I was like, if you think about his shit pre-breeding the beast, I'm like, the dude's like jacked as fuck. He's an excellent hunter. Everybody fucking likes him. The women fucking love him. Like, you know, it all depends on the point of view. <laughs> yep. I'm not saying he's not a chauvinistic, chauvinistic pig. For sure. He's like the uh, definition of douche of the movie. Yes, but at the same time, best character. <laughs> Come on, dude. He's got the coolest song. At least the most catchy. Um, Is he the only like villain that has literally his own theme song sung about him? Where everybody's also for it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what about Be Prepared? I mean, that's yeah, not really... That's, that's not about That's him, not really though. about Scar. That's just about like the whole like act. That is my yeah, favorite. No. That is my favorite <laughs> fucking Disney song. Really? I, Be prepared. Be prepared is my all-time favorite fucking Disney song, and I was so pissed that they fucking 
cut it out of the fucking remake. That that movie doesn't exist, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I started watching it, and I got ten it's minutes. Trash. In. Like, it's still an animated movie. It's not a live action. It's still fucking no, animated. And I, I hate that they call them live actions. It's like, yeah. no, dude, it's just like updated, fucking realistic CGI. Blech. And I hate it. Beyonce. Makes it worse. It makes. Me... <laughs> Yo, man. See, like I said, dude. Like I like. I don't know. It's uh, I'm very excited though to go down for sure, dude. Like Haunted Mansion is like one of the ones I'm. I already told the family, like, yes, we're hitting that. Oh, you're gonna, one. you're gonna love but I feel no, I've already gone on it when I was a kid. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably changed quite a bit. Yeah, they've updated some stuff with like the movies, and I guess there's a newer movie coming out, so I don't know if they put even newer shit in because of that yet or not. But oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that one you'll know. Right. So, anyways, gentlemen, anything nerdy to talk about? Uh, I got a, a couple things. Um, so the Go other ahead, day, buddy. the other day I read that uh I don't know if we ever mentioned this, but Funko bought Mondo. And Mondo, okay. as everybody knows, got their start, you know, doing movie posters and high-end collectibles. So they just announced uh, the other day that uh, Funko, which, you know, now they're going to quit. They closed down the Mondo poster making. Fired everybody. Yeah. Which is a big shock because that's that's how Mondo got started, was making high-end posters. Yep. Wow. That's so, horrible. Yeah. So the future's not looking good for Mondo right now. That's Funko. That's Funko. Funko. Dude, Boston. fuck Funko, man. They're fucking throwing out pops in landfills and shit. Yeah, millions of dollars because they. Well, that's because they got to get their they got to make their inventory worth anything again mm-hmm. because they have they've overproduced. I I, I absolutely hate their pops disgusting. Figures. I hate their it's, figures. It's one of those things I think we've talked about before, where it's like I don't. don't I I have them. I've been uh-huh. given them. And that's cool, but, but I will never it. buy them for myself. They're yep. just fucking Beanie Babies, man. That's all it is. Oh, God. Guy. Yeah, that was a whole other trend. Basically. Uh, yeah. Okay, mm. and another thing. I don't know. I know me and Scoobs are big Kaiju fans. I don't know about the rest of you. but I do the, enjoy a good Kaiju I, flick. Over the weekend, man. Netflix debuted the trailer for the Gamera animated series that they are coming out with. Oh, no shit. Uh, yes. Yeah, so what? What is it? Five or six episodes? I think it's six episodes. I think it's six episodes. Um, he's gonna. I be- never watched. The gr- I tried watching the Godzilla anime, dude, but it was just. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sure it, I haven't it seen it, up, but a lot of people, a lot of people say it's a, it's a bit of a chore to sit through. It was a little slow, and I, yeah. it was very hard for me to watch because I also just finished Castlevania, which was like <laughs> fantastic. So, but. So yeah, they dropped the trailer for that. They showed. What is uh, that noise? I don't know. Sounds like celebrating and laughing. I have no idea, and I think it's coming from me, but I don't know what it is. (laughs) Go good. So anyway, yeah, they they debuted that, and then the show will be out later this year. So definitely, if you're you know big kaiju fan like some we are, you know, go check that out. Yo, what is that newer kaiju movie that came from uh, Korea that just came out like a month or two ago? Have you guys seen that? Is it called Mm. The Lake? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 haven't seen I don't know about. if it's technically a kaiju movie. I've seen some people. That's it, being called a kaiju movie, yeah. Okay. Maybe he's a smaller kaiju. But I still want to check it out, dude, because like any like new giant monster movie coming out, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm all for it. Yeah. It, it doesn't like, happen. It never happens enough for me. No, it doesn't. So. Awesome. Well, in general, I am. I do know Hasbro just announced, uh, if you are an Indiana Jones fan, I believe there's an Indiana Jones uh super figure coming out or 
Ooh. at least some figure with a bunch of extras and shit coming out. So Ooh. Ooh, that'll be cool. Oh, be cool. I forgot to show you what I got. What's that? It's little Mikey. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's the, the trick or treat studios. Bloody version. Yeah. Nice. nice. Got him for a hundred bucks. Nice. That's about, actually that, those ones haven't changed in price. That's actually what some of them are worth in the box, depending yeah. on who you got well, from. I have the box. I just took it out the box, though. Oh, of course. All I gotta say is, dude, the biggest nerdy thing I gotta say is, man, like this week at work is gonna be is just shitty. I don't want to be there. Oh yeah, I don't of course not. You're going on vacation. You're going yeah. to fucking Disney. Yeah, that, that whole week before you leave on yeah. vacation is the worst. Everything's gonna piss you off, and it's like, why is the fucking coffee being made right now? Well, like, what's wrong? It's not making me mad. It's just like, if things are slow, I get antsy because I'm like, nope, time's not moving fast enough. I need to be busy. Like, I need mm-hmm. to. Because problem is, like, dude, fucking because I've been looking up lightsabers and my fucking phone's been going crazy with algorithm. Anything I go to, YouTube, Facebook, whatever, it's like, hey, check out all this lightsaber shit. So <laughs> watch all this fucking videos. I'm like, fuck you. Ah, oh, stop making this. Like, I hate that I like it like so much. It's more the building aspect of anything. But yeah. Oh, if you ever want to buy a badass lightsaber, go to Crimson Dawn. Yep. I Crimson. was looking at those. They're out of Texas. Dude, there's the another one. Um, there's another one, one that are literally like very like 300 bucks. Yeah. They're like an RGB style. Yeah. But dude, like, and those might be the same one, but they have, dude, like, they do all the colors. They have the mm-hmm. craziest effect. And the coolest effect I personally thought is it did the drag effect, dude. Yeah, you can, mine does the drag effect. Yeah, like, that shit yeah, was fucking, fucking badass. Yeah. Dope, dude. So when I bought mine, I bought a base model. So okay. it had, it had all the, you know, a lot of the cool shit. But then my kid fucking shorted it out. Mm. So I ordered a new core, but I upgraded. Mm. So I upgraded the core and I upgraded the fucking um, the saber tip as well. So my lightsaber is probably worth eh, looking at like 800 bucks at this point. With Bro, you got, my, you got my proton pack in a saber, homie. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yo, um, so it's you know what? That's what I was going to say. Actually, I guess this kind of works from nerd news. So, you know how I was telling you guys I wanted to do the elemental set going down there? Yeah. Well, yeah. apparently, in the last couple of weeks, they've changed all the sets. So, they're all, like, they're still that, but they're different. Oh, and shit. And I don't Ooh, like okay. the elemental set now. And I'm like, oh, because it looks kind of plasticky and not, like, metal like the rest of them and shit. So, now, I'm debating between the Sith shit, which looks fucking awesome as fuck. Or I think it's defense and protection, which is like kind of like orangish and yellow metal on the silver. I don't right, know who right. really cares. I think the I think I want to go with that one because that with the the purple would look fucking titties. Oh yeah. So, but the elementals, man, like they took off the rancor tooth and they put on some horn, and I was like, eh, it doesn't look as cool. They added some like other thing where there's like a bunch of like supposed to be like teeth around there, but it looks too much like just straight up molded plastic. So I'm like, no. I'll just take the actual like metal parts and shit. <laughs> oh man. Is uh anything else nerdy, gentlemen, that well, you guys I mean I have not really nerdy, but just in light since Evil Dead Rises is coming. Um Ooh, yeah, I just baby. thought this, I just thought this was a cool little article. Uh that Sam Raimi admits that he initially well, I think we all knew initially did not like the title Evil Dead. So when the movie was coming out, it was called The Book of the Dead. But the other two titles 
was one was Evil Dead. The other title they gave him to call it was one hundred and one percent dead. Literally, That's the number terrible. with percent. Yeah, the, and he even said to the guys like, "These are horrible names, but I guess I'll go with Evil Dead for the fact that doesn't sound like shit like that does." I just found that funny, and then ever since then he's like, "I, I was wrong to say that that was the not the title I wanted, but it was the title that was needed." You know what? Because it's it's probably like he in the moment, and this is just me like spitballing, but he probably thought it was too simple. But the problem, and that's the that's the best part though. Is sometimes like the simple shit is what's the best. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, is that title is going to pop out in the video rack? Yeah. Right. It's evil yeah. Dead. What the hell is this? And then obviously, like, think of all the parody titles that have come after the fact. Yeah. Evil Dead, exactly. Evil Head. Evil. You know what I mean? Like he's he's gone. The musical. Evil. Yeah. Dude, the musical's fantastic. It's fucking great. I wish I could only see the musical again, dude. Like, if I could ever experience that legit. I would like to experience it or watch it. The fact that there's high schools doing it now? Yeah. There's high schools doing it now, and that makes me mad, because if my high school did that shit when I was there, I would have done Drama Club. I would have been like, yep, fucking sign me up, dude. So I'm hoping that one of our local theaters here picks it up picks it up because they usually do rocky horror and then Ooh, i forgot awesome. what else they did like we have two two you know uh theaters yes, so one is uh aurora arts theater and then the other one's the um oh harbor playhouse harbor playhouse is the one that usually does evil dead but they didn't do it last year i'm gonna fucking audition for it yeah. not for yeah, ash dude, not to. for ash no, but no, no, no. i will audition just to be in the fucking play oh i would go for um I go for what's his name from the second one, the fucking hillbilly dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bobby J. <laughs> oh, wait, I do have, I do have another bit of nerd news. I just saw this on Facebook today from one of Give our Ghostbusters us, groups. Uh, there is a Ghostbusters VR game coming out. To yes, I can't remember the name of it right hand, but uh, I did, you know, track down. You know, it says it's only like three hundred some locations. One of the locations is actually the indoor water park that we take the kids to every year, called Splash Lagoon oh, in Erie. Oh shit! Really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, that's so cool. So I wonder if we take the kids there this year for the annual trip up there. They'll be able to play that. So I'm pretty nice. excited about that. Nice. Hell yeah, dude! That's That'd sweet. Be cool. I'm trying to think. I don't. Else nerdy, I got. I don't have anything. All right. right. Now, so. Well, then let's fucking wrap this shit up, boys. Bob, start us off. This is your killing machine, Bobby Amon, saying we will see you next week, motherfuckers. Enjoy. This is your host with the ghost, Prince of the Paranormal, Lord Scubacabra, saying see you next week. Buddy, this is your dark lord of knowledge, your Chad Daddy, saying I'll see you next week, bitches. And this is your fluff master supreme, saying I will not see you next week, or you will not. Maybe you'll see me if I send a video. But uh, y'all enjoy critters too. And uh, yeah, join the boys next week. Maybe we'll even get Brody in live. Take my spot. So, oh yeah, match it to him before. We'll see where he goes. I know he doesn't yeah. have to take work off for it, but he says he also doesn't mind. So, <laughs> you <laughs> shall see. Yes, fucking yeah, dude. So, all right. Thank you, Gorehounds, once again for joining us for a fantastic episode. Thank you, Bossman, for joining us. Check out yeah, Bossman in Ohio next weekend. When would yes. when the Next week, next week, right? In Ohio. Okay. Uh, no, wait, no, it's this weekend. What was it? Cinema. Oh my god, dude. Cinema Wasteland. Cinema Wasteland. Thank you. Yep, it is this weekend. So, catch Boss Man. 
if you are at Cinema Wasteland, say hello. Give him that little like handshake with the fucking wiggle in the inside. <laughs> <make it great. laughs> yeah, 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 he loves that. He loves that. Everybody does. Who doesn't? It makes me fucking gay. And uh, mm-hmm. also, last thing I got to say is uh, stay fresh, cheese bags. Yeah. Dick on a dick on a ball sack. Bastard, I was going to say that. <laughs>